You know what's wild to me is that people actually wake up and don't look at their phone. Hey everybody, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And we're your best friends on the internet. Today, we are doing a follow-up to a very popular episode from last year, and that was our Hot Old Dudes episode. This time, it's Hot Old Dudes Ladies Edition. Ladies Night! (laughs) Before we get to that, we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter. We are at Megan and Wendy. You can also email us anytime at Wendy at gmail.com. And finally, if you'd like to join an exclusive community of supporters of the podcast for just $5 a month, you can become a member of our Patreon community where we publish bonus podcast episodes. We are recording one today. Finally. (laughs) I also want to shout out my cousin Justin for joining our Patreon. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I actually don't think he does, but whatever. Thanks. Funny. Hey, last week we talked... About a lot of things, but I mentioned that I was really getting into my habit trackers. Mm -hmm. And as of yesterday, I've added a new habit to my habit tracker and it's going really well. Tell me about it. That is not using my phone for the first two hours of the day. Mm, Interesting. Because I am the kind of person who will start scrolling the very second I wake up. Same. And... Once I've started that habit, I can't break it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if I have McDonald's for breakfast, for the rest of the day, all I want is like sugar and carbs and sugar and carbs. And then I feel terrible. Like I can't reroute. I can't have like McDonald's for breakfast and be like, I'm going to have a nutritious lunch. Mm-hmm. I feel so much more focused because I haven't like fried my brain in the first moments that it is awake. And I also overall spend so much less time on my phone it's again it's two days i know two days is not a habit make but it's been a a change for the better well i have a question okay i'm also guilty of this you know i use my phone as my alarm Mm. and like as soon as like i actually open my eyes i look at it and then i make my way to the restroom in the morning and look at it there and you know Uh so i mean i think a lot of people do that but Do you think the distraction of the phone plays into your self-diagnosed ADD, ADHD? I don't think it helps. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I think I start my day in kind of a frantic way when I do that. It's not like I open up my phone and I spend 10 minutes casually reading the news. <laughs> it's like I, like an animal, swipe through. Like I'll do a quick scroll of my email and a quick look at Instagram and a quick – like I'm looking for like where are those hits? Where are those responses? Where am I engaging? Where's the big – I don't need that at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you need to like stimulate your brain in a different way. Yeah, so I like to wake up slowly. I prefer to set my alarm even 10 to 15 minutes earlier than I need to get up. I don't enjoy snoozing. It makes me feel terrible. But I like to have a little bit of time in bed before I have to get up. And so I set my phone on downtime until 8 a.m. So even when I pick it up, every app except for my messages app is dark. Like, I can't see the weather. I can't see my calendar. I can't see anything. What is downtime? I don't Uh, even know what that is. So it's in the screen time settings if you have an iPhone. I use it on my kids' phones all the time. Like, my son's phone is on downtime during school hours. 
and I can set the apps he has access to. So he only has access to like school related apps and messaging and a couple other things, but he can't access games or the internet or any of that from his phone. If I were to want to open up an app, I'll send you a screenshot. You can post on our show notes if anybody's Mm -hmm. interested what it looks like. Yeah. Because everything's dark. If I were to tap on anything, it would say like, you can't do this, but it will give you the option to ignore it. Oh. But it is just like a quick little reminder so that the compulsion to just tap, tap, tap through the apps isn't Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And this morning I woke up and I was expecting an email and I really wanted to check it, but I was like, it's 6.05 in the morning. The email wasn't there at 10.30 p.m. (laughs) What are the odds it's now going to be there at 6.05? And it will still be there at 8 Mm a.m. And I'm not going to respond to the email at 6 a.m either that's the other thing checking email at that hour is so pointless because i'm not going to do anything about it and because i've now read it i'm likely to forget to do anything about it later yeah yeah now i hear you you know what's wild to me is that people actually wake up and don't look at their phone right <laughs> you know, that they don't have the urge to it's yeah, just it's a compulsion yeah that's interesting well good for you i'm glad you're started something new building onto your habits thank you so the past two days i have read for those like 15 minutes while i'm waking oh, up in the morning oh f that yeah. my god yeah, no great. i'd go back to bed there's just <laughs> no i am a snoozer so i'm not getting up to read 15 minutes early no not i'm no no no, nope. I, I need a wake time in bed. Well, I tell you that I did ask Megan to send me her habit tracker list or like whatever it looks like. I haven't even opened, opened it yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I want to make one for my vitamins and I want to yeah. hang it in like my vitamin like cabinet yeah. so I can like, because I forget if I've taken my daily or my weekly whatever. So yeah. Are you going to... How often do you open that cabinet if you're not taking vitamins? Every day. There's other stuff in there? Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> if I put it in my vitamin cabinet, I'd be like, well, it's gone now. <laughs> no, there's actual medication that I have to take every day in that in that cabinet, as well as the vitamins sure. that I should be taking every day. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited about putting it in there. You know... If you take medication every day and you like, wouldn't a pill sorter work for you? No, no. Okay. I've tried it. doesn't work. No, no. And I, pill sorters are small. Some of these pills are huge. So uh, yeah, I have a basket (laughs) of supplements. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, it's on my to-do list. Okay. So have you heard about the strikes going on in France right now, especially in the city of Paris. I'm embarrassed to admit that I'm woefully uninformed on this subject. It's not really big news here unless Paris is on the brain. Yeah. Or if you, well, okay, I'll tell you like, oh, unless you're actually reading global news. (laughs) No, my dad texted me about a week ago and he's like, have you seen about the protests in Paris? And I was like, no, I haven't. For the record, Wendy's headed. I don't know if we've talked about that here, but Wendy has a trip planned. Yes. So in like a couple of weeks, we are headed there. And um, so, of course, I looked it up. And they're, they are having the, the president mm. of their country mm-hmm. has – is it the president? I think they name him – they call him president. Anyway, uh, they are trying to change the re- retirement age from 62 62- to 64 and they like 
fast tracked it. There was no vote, nothing like that. Well, France is pissed and they're having all of these protests in the city, mostly at night. Some are violent, Mm. Uh, tear gas, stuff like that. Um, Big crowds. They call it, actually, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it because it's a French word. (laughs) It's G-E-R-V-E, grève. So anyway, one of the current strikes in the city is garbage collection. Oh. And if you look on TikTok, there's all these videos of like, you think Paris is beautiful. Well, this is what it looks like today. And it's just mounds of garbage that have been sitting there since March 5th. Oh. And apparently like the city stinks. It's a mess. It's bringing rats to the city because they're feasting on the garbage. March 5th. That's a long time. That's like two and a half weeks. I know. I know. So I... Like, it makes me kind of feel like an asshole American to be like, oh, that sucks that that's going on there and we're spending all this money to go there. Uh, I am, however, you know, empathetic to their protests and what's going on in their country. But I also don't want, like, huge major protests to disrupt our travel. Yes, both things can be true. You can I know. That, like... A person who works a backbreaking job like trash collection as compared to a person who's working a desk job, right? Like raising the retirement age on an accountant is annoying, but it's not like health threatening the way someone who is like, I'm getting older, throwing these trash bags into the back of the truck and you want me to do this for two more years, right? Like you can understand that while also being like, hey, we planned this once in a lifetime family vacation and I had an image for how it was going to look. Yeah. Well, it's not just the the garbage collecting strikes. It's also there are air controller strikes, mm-hmm. road strikes, yeah. lo- tons of transportation striking. So it's it's going to be interesting how this all plays out. I hear you. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm very interested for more details. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, available. search Paris strikes on TikTok. Well, my TikTok feed is entirely Taylor Swift concert footage and Taylor Swift concert outfits. So I can, mm. as much as I enjoy that, it's getting almost as oppressive as the Southern California rain. So I could use a little bit of a break. <laughs> Are we going to be like over Taylor Swift by the time she actually makes it here to Southern California in August? I'm So I had that thought, but let me tell you, when I saw, with you, when we saw Hamilton mm-hmm. in New York... It had been out for a few years at that point. We knew all the music. It had been very oversaturated. And I was like, I've listened to this soundtrack so many times. Is it really going to be that exciting to see it? And it was that exciting to see it live, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think a concert video can hold a candle to the three and a half hour concert marathon that is her concert. But my daughter has already been watching them online. Like, I don't know, people stream it live on tiktok i don't know she's staying up till like midnight last weekend Mm -hmm. watching a three and a half hour concert in her bedroom and i was like well why spend the money to go see it live when you're watching it live right now well someone commented they're like taylor's gonna ban phones she's not gonna do that additionally she's a little secretive the Ticketmaster debacle with her whole concert thing, like, I mean, yeah. I think she's got to give her fans a little bit if they can't even get a ticket to her show. So you've got a point there. I do. <laughs> I absolutely freaking do. Hey, I had a, a brief 
moment of glee this morning. Tell me. Where I sent an email yesterday and I, I phrased it in such a way that it was like the only way for this person to respond was in the way I wanted them to respond or in a way where they would have had to admit like, yes, I am doing this completely ridiculous and unfair thing. Because I phrased it like, surely this isn't the case. <laughs> you were when just like fact- teeing it up for them to like <laughs> so either hang themselves. <laughs> this completely absurd thing is the, like they would have had to say it. But instead they came back and were like, oh, no problem. Absolutely. The thing that you're suggesting we should do is the thing we're going to do. Mm. And it was on behalf of one of my children. And I wondered like, a, it's possible that my child misrepresented her side of things. Like, I don't think she was lying, but maybe didn't explain the situation as clearly to the teacher as I did in the email. Or is this a case of like, and I'm guilty of this, like the person hearing the story from the child assumes one thing, so they hear one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like dismissed and they don't. So I don't know. But this is one of those, like, so glad I stepped in. It was solved in a quick email. And I was like, you're absolutely right. That's the correct answer. <laughs> oh, look at you. Did you do a little, this is the email that you were waiting for at 630 this morning? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so funny. Did you do a little gleeful dance around your house? Too? I was like, like that's eh. right. <laughs> that is right. Were you like, mic drop. <laughs> I did it. Mic drop. It's now 2010. Um, good for you. I'm excited. Oh, me too. Thank you. I am excited. So, you know, I have this broken ankle, right? I do. I'm still in this freaking boot. Um, A quick update. It was hurting quite a bit yesterday. And I was like, oh, no, it's not healing. It's not healing. I need this boot off in two and a half weeks before I leave on my trip. I don't know if that's going to happen. But anyway, you know when you want to do everything and you just physically cannot? Yeah. That's exactly how I feel right now. Like, I... I want to dive into spring cleaning like never before. And I want to scrub my shower and fix all these things. And I'm like, I physically cannot do that. I cannot like get down on my knees and scrub my shower tile at this very moment in time. But there's nothing I want more. I don't know what to do about it. It drives me crazy. I'm making list upon list upon list, room by room of everything I want to do. Who knows if I'll ever do it? Yeah. (laughs) I think that obviously that's all you can do. And that feeling like when you're coming back from vacation and you're like, all I want to do is work. Like Mm -hmm. I've got so many ideas. Then you get home, you're like, that's not really as exciting as it seemed when I was. (laughs) Exactly. You just want to do the thing that you can't, you don't have access to at that moment. I get it. It's such a drag. I cannot wait to get out of this boot. I can't believe it's been a month already. Yeah. But a month from now, you're going to be like, I wish I was in the boot so I didn't have to go scrub that shower. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Well, before we jump into the main segment of our episode, I wanted to share something happening on another one of our properties, and that is our Girls Gone Hallmark Instagram account, because it feels relevant to our topic today. Uh, We are, we've done a bracket, March Madness style. We're no stranger to the bracket game. And we're calling it Crown the King of Hallmark with some of our favorite dudes of Hallmark. Not everyone could make the cut. There were 32 spots. We randomly seeded the bracket live on Instagram. You can watch that on our Girls Gone Hallmark Instagram account. Voting starts tonight. Today is Thursday. It starts tonight at 6 p.m. Pacific. If you'd like to join in, you can print out a 
the bracket and fill it out yourself at meganandwendy.com. We'd love to have you join us over there. It's all yeah, fun. I mean, even if you just want to like pick between hot guy A or hot guy B. Right. Just come do that in our Instagram stories. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's been fun. I freaking love when we do projects like this and it gets the it gets the uh, listeners engaged and excited as well. Yeah, people are having a good time. And one thing that I was unaware of until the recent past is the Hallmark dude fandoms go hard. Man, no kidding. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. So it's a real good time. We'd love to have you over there. And with that, let's take a quick break and come right back to talk ladies edition of Hot Old Dudes. Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Brittany. And together we host OKS Moms, the podcast. Every Tuesday, you can find us in your podcast feed with a new episode on a variety of motherhood topics. Motherhood looks differently for everyone, and none of us are doing it perfectly, no matter what anyone's Instagram feed tells you. We believe that in order to be the best mom, whatever that looks like to you, you need to carve out an identity for yourself so that you feel like someone other than just mom. With a mix of lighthearted episodes where we discuss things like pop culture and kids' birthday party norms, to heavier topics like helping children cope with grief and redefining your relationship with alcohol, we set out to normalize imperfect motherhood and empower you to make whatever decision is best for you and your family. And don't miss our monthly OKS Mom Moment episodes where we share listener-submitted stories from the motherhood trenches. You know, those moments that we all have that leave you saying WTF or the times you got a dirty look in public for letting your child do something that they quote, shouldn't do. The kind of stuff that you'd only share with your best girlfriends and not strangers on the internet. Find us wherever you get your podcasts on Instagram at Podcast or at okayestmoms.com. We're back and we want to, we want to preface this conversation with a few things. Why don't, why don't you go first? Well, it was so easy to make this list when it was just objectively critiquing hot dudes, right? Uh-huh. But it feels a little bit like woman-on-woman crime when I'm looking for women of a certain age and, like, what criteria they're trying to meet to make my list. Do you yeah. feel what I'm saying oh, here? absolutely, because I, in trying to source women over a certain age, right? Like, I was mm-hmm. looking up ages, and I came across... So many articles that say things like age-defying celebrity secrets or Mm -hmm. women who prove beauty has no age. And that's all just gross. (laughs) Like, that's yuck. Yeah. Um, So you mentioned kind of shifting the focus a little bit. Like, they're all hot. And the other thing I thought was all of these women that I was coming across, I'm like, how do I choose five? Yeah. Oh, I think I choose... I, I think I chose more than five, oh. but it's it's okay. It's all right. It's fine. Uh, but how do I choose, right? Because I was like, well, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. <laughs> this is a random sampling. Yeah, I agree. Yes. We chose the age 60 and above. That was random, arbitrary. Super. I um, think we chose 55 for, for dudes too. Well, you know what's funny is I think it's good that we went with 60 because – 
the volume of women in the 50 age bracket because that's like right right there j-lo jennifer aniston like Regina i'm like hall i'm like i know this is not i can't get into this like this i know i would be here all week i made a whole huge list and then like went back and looked at their ages i was like eliminated eliminated yeah. eliminated eliminated <laughs> yeah well also i was surprised by the ages of some of these people me too okay you go first all right i'd like to start with oprah oh hey now oprah is 69 years old and first of all i've always thought she's incredibly beautiful i love seeing like her outfits on the cover of o magazine which is a magazine that i miss which, side note, apparently is back. But anyway. Wait, 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 wait. What? It went away and now it's back? How, when did it initially go away? It went out of print in December 2020. I think they okay. may make like a quarterly magazine now. It's because um, nobody buys magazines anymore, basically. Probably. I mean, I, it, still like, I still like a magazine. I wouldn't mind an Oprah magazine on my doorstep every month. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Oprah was like one of the first influencers. Yes. So that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Like she, with her favorite things, mm-hmm. like talking about stuff we like just because it's stuff we like. That's a great way to phrase it. One of the first influencers. Obviously, she's a pioneer in journalism. She hosted that talk show for 25 years. And she hosted her talk show during a time when kind of like the shock jock radio of talk shows were coming to fruition. Like the you're you're not the father kind of <laughs> yes maury povich but even like nonsense ricky lake mm-hmm. all of those and she was like i'm not gonna do that i'm i'm gonna inspire and it was such low-hanging fruit like she could have done it and she could have excelled at it and people would have watched it but she went a different route with that she's known for that like kind of feel good programming i have a family member who was on her show at one point really Yes, unfortunately for a family tragedy. Oh, I don't know this story. I doubt you want to share it on air, but you're going to have to tell me about it later. I will. Um, But also, her book club kind of like shaped publishing in the way that people were Mm -hmm. like, what book can I write that's going to get on Oprah's book club Mm -hmm. list because that's going to sell books? She built schools. She's a philanthropist. She's Oprah. I love her. Yeah, that's a good choice. How old is she? 69. Wow. I wish, like, I mean, I know she has her channel. I wish we could get more interviews from her. I think she's a fantastic journalist interviewer. Yeah, like you miss her talk show. Yeah, I do miss her talk miss show. miss her making Tom Cruise jump on that couch. Mm. I just mean she brings it out. In- I know. Yeah. Yeah. I like to be inspired by Oprah. She's, I find her very inspirational. As do I. I yes, I, I, I tend to lean more towards like entertainment than inspiration. Like of the two of us, I'm t- typically the less woo woo. Yeah, <laughs> if that's fair to say, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> you talk like it's a bad thing. I don't, what I'm just gonna say is I don't. It's not a negative thing. I'm very boring. I'm very like this is the way it is. But. She had Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen on at one point, and she was like, what do you eat in a day? And they were like, oh, you know, like a scooped out bagel. And she's like, you scoop out the best part of the bagel? <laughs> I think I just, it's burned in my brain. Good pick. Do you want to hear my pick? I do. First one, Deidre Hall at <gasps> 75 years old. That's such a good one. He is so gorgeous. She has these beautiful eyes. 
She has been a series regular on Days of Our Lives on and off, but since 1976. Yo, I was born in 1975. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of freaking years. Yeah. She has worked consistently. You know, she looks like my mom. Everyone knows my husband watches this show. I've always thought that. My husband was watching. I'm like, do you think she looks like my mom? He's like, oh, 100%. So anyway, that's she reminds me of my mother. Mm, I, you know, but your mom's a redhead. Not do you, their, their faces are similar? Their faces are similar. Oh, is your mom, does your mom have blue eyes? She probably does. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Deidre Hall, 75. Next up is Mary Steenburgen, age 70. Nice pick. Uh, most recently, well, I don't know most recently. Most recently for me was her starring role on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. That, I know you didn't watch that show. A little bit. I loved that show. She was fantastic in that show. She plays a wife and a mother. But her role that is most burned in my brain is from a 1980s Christmas movie called One Magic Christmas. Whoa. And the scene that I've never forgotten is like she sings Stop in the Name of Love in the shower. Oh. It must have been on TV all the time. There's like an angel Gideon in the movie. She, is this a Hallmark movie? Um, I don't. It's I think for Hallmark-esque. TV? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was from Arkansas and has maintained her ties with the state of Arkansas and works closely with a lot of philanthropic organizations in the state. Of course, she's been married to her longtime love, Ted Danson, for a really long time. I just really enjoy her. She's got, like, that sweet smile. Yeah. Like, very Midwest. Like, in a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, like, a hospitality sense maybe comforting sort of yeah (laughs) yeah my next choice is maybe someone you are not familiar with her name is Celia ward (gasps) from sisters yes she is 66 years old she's been nominated and won golden globe and primetime emmys for sisters and another drama she was on called once and again uh, in the late 90s, she funded the creation of a permanent group home and emergency shelter in Mississippi called Hope Village. She's very involved in the foster care placement system in her home state. Anyway, she's gorgeous. I would love, love, love. Is she on Hallmark ever? Oh, I don't know. Would you like me to look? Celia Ward has, wait for it. Ah. Huh. 46 acting credits. But part of that is because she does series, you know? It's like yeah, a lot of episodes. episodes of mm-hmm. Once and Again, 127 episodes of Sisters. My quick scroll does not appear to be that she's ever been in a Hallmark movie. But well, that'd be a good get. Come be in a Hallmark movie. Next up for me is the icon Jane Fonda. Oh, hey now. She's 85 years old. Wow. She has... Many, 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 many awards. She's got an Academy Award and a BAFTA and Golden Globes. And she's an activist. And in 2019, um, among many things, she was protesting climate change and she would get arrested. And she's like, I'm just going to get arrested every Friday. Like, I'll come back every Friday and get arrested. And she apparently had said, like, 
because they handcuff her behind her back, she's like, I'm old. I need something to hold on to. Like, I'm going to fall down. So the next week she was shown handcuffed with her hands in the front. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, she is uh, not lying down in her 80s. I adored her on Grace and Frankie. But if you ever get a chance to catch an interview with her and Lily Tomlin together, they have that same kind of funny friendship together that they do on the show. Obviously, Lily Tomlin's not quite as off the wall as her Frankie character is, but they're a delight. They're in a new movie together right now. Yeah, 80 for Brady. Is Lily Tomlin in that movie? I thought it was a different movie that they were together oh. in. Uh, by the way, we were going to watch 80 for Brady the other night, but we had to pay $19.99 for it, so we decided to wait. <laughs> it's a movie called Moving On, but it's dated 2022. I swear I just saw the trailer for it. It's she and Lily Tomlin. Oh. Is Lily Tomlin also in 80 for Brady? He is. Yeah. So what is Is this just they work together all the time now? <laughs> we did Grace and Frankie, and now we're just going to make movie after movie after movie with each other? Well... I, also, the question is, how many iconic working actresses are there over the age of 80? Well, I don't know. It also starts, who else is in 80 for Brady? Sally Rita Moreno, F Sally Field. Is Sally Field over 80? No. She is 76. 76. Wow. Rita Moreno, by the way, is 91 years old in that movie. I have to admit, I don't know who that is. I know her most recently because I loved that show, One Day at a Time, the reboot. Mm -hmm. And she's in that. And she is fan-freaking-tastic in that show. Not on my list, but she should have been. Yeah, 91. Wow. Look at her doing work. Love it. I hope to be 91 and doing work and not at home with a freaking boot on my foot. <laughs> Wishing I could clean the damn shower. Take that calcium. I'm trying. Okay, next on my list. Mm. This feels young. Okay. And we're talking about... A 91-year-old actress. But it's Julianne Moore, who is 62 years old. And I got to say, I'm shocked she's over 60. I had her on my list, actually. And I only cut her because I had to cut it down to five. But Oh, I got like eight here. So we're going to just go through my side, whole list. But I okay. adore her. She is a 2015 Academy Award winning actress for Still Alice, which is an excellent, heartbreaking movie about early onset Alzheimer's. She's been nominated a billion times for her work over the many, many years that she's been acting. Yeah. I just think she's, yeah, she, go see that movie still, Alice, if you haven't seen it. If you can endure, it's a heartbreaker. I read the book and I wasn't sure that I could watch the movie. It's a tough watch. Yes. Okay, so you want me to do my, my two in a row here? I do. Next up for me... Miss Angela Bassett, 64 oh. years old, nominated for multiple awards throughout her career. She was a Golden Globe winner for the 1993 movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? She plays Tina Turner. It is burned in my brain how good she is in this role as Tina Turner. Have you ever seen this movie? I haven't. It's amazing. It's about the life of Tina Turner, like the early life, and then her big, like, it ends at her, like, big career when she comes out, like reinvented in the 80s you know like the what's love got to do with it yeah era it's excellent anyway uh in 2018 she received an honorary doctorate from Yale university and another one from old dominion university in 2022 you know 
I have a lot of affection for the movie How Stella Got a Groove Back. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, when I was in college, uh, my roommate Chrissy read the book and she was like, she loved the book. And she's like, they're making it into a movie. And so I read it. The book is better from an objective standpoint, in my opinion, than the movie. But I mean, Angela Bassett and, you know, Baby Tay Diggs. That's a, that's a great movie. <laughs> Baby Tay Diggs. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It was a little bit of a cougar situation. Right? Indeed. It yeah. was. Hey, now. I like that, too. All right. You go next. I got Sigourney Weaver on my list. Oh. Uh-huh. Interesting. I mean, you got Ghostbusters, you got Alien, but she also did movies like Gorillas in the Mist and Avatar, which have like an environmental take. Mm -hmm. Um, And she has kind of focused on that. Like in her work, she spoke at the UN against a controversial, controversial fishing technique, and she serves on the board of the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund. Diane Fossey is the subject of the movie Gorillas in the Mist. That's a great movie. Who, by the way, what I did not know is a very controversial figure because she's known for her like conservation work, but she was kind of like a conservational terrorist in that she would torture scalpers in the country of Africa. She was murdered. Uh, Someone was convicted of it, but there's still some question over whether that person actually is the person who murdered her. She was in her 50s. Anyway, I'm assuming that the Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund, they're focused on the conservation without some of her extreme views. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, Sigourney Weaver is dedicated to the idea of conservation and environmentalism, and she's dropped it gorgeous, quite frankly. I love her in Ghostbusters. <laughs> you were talking about a movie that was like 35 years old. At the, like, no, I know. I know. I She was in a movie like I maybe watched last year, and it's an older movie. We have talked about this movie before on the podcast. Okay. I don't think you've ever seen it. She has like a stalker, and he attacks her in like a public bathroom where he comes over the stall. Oh and like, Gosh, and it's played by he's a singer and he was on American Idol as a judge. Copycat, that's it. Copycat, Harry Connick Jr. Yes, that's him. American Idol judge, you're thinking of it's a it's terrifying. And I gotta tell you, I always think about that scene when I'm in a public bathroom by myself. You want to talk about public bathroom scary movie scenes in one of the first two Scream movies? There's like a scene where someone stabbed through a bathroom (laughs) stall. This sounds Vaguely familiar. Like it's yes. a movie I definitely saw in the theater. Horror movie, bathroom, <laughs> stall, stabbing. This is how my brain works. Scream 2. Okay. He's murdered in the bathroom scene in the opening scene. I sometimes envision that when I am in a bathroom that's really quiet. Like if I go in a public bathroom and there's nobody else in there. I walked into a public <laughs> bathroom where there were three stalls. And when I walked in, I thought I heard somebody. But there were no feet on the ground. And I was no! murdered through the stall door they're gonna come for me or they're gonna come over the top or underneath. <laughs> oh. so yes i can i can understand that. <laughs> i have full body chills right now <laughs> staying out of public bathrooms for a bit a minute <laughs> my next up is michelle pfeiffer 64 oh. years old three-time academy award nominee seven-time golden globe nom- nominee She won once for the fabulous Baker Boys. In 2020, Vogue named Pfeiffer one of the most beautiful American actresses of all time. Yeah, I agree with that. Fun fact, she's from Orange County, and she went to the same high school as my husband. 
did. My favorite movie of hers is One Fine Day. With George Clooney. Yeah. And baby, uh, oh my gosh, I was just looking at her on Instagram. You were looking at Michelle Pfeiffer on Instagram? No, the girl who plays the little girl, George Clooney's daughter. I don't remember. She was on The Braverman Show. She has a new show coming out at... On Hulu. The Braverman Show Parenthood? Parenthood. I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> uh, the one who played the daughter? Yes. Which daughter? Like the daughter of Lorelai Gilmore? Or- yeah. Oh. Whitman. Oh, May Whitman. There you are. Anyway, I adore that movie. You should give it a rewatch. It's a great movie. I mean, well, my, my memory of it is that it's great. Uh, I mean, come for me if it's somehow problematic. Right. Well, I loved Grease too, and that was super oh. problematic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't know. I mean, I still love that movie like so much, and she's like so gorgeous in this movie, and she's like a teenager, and she's dancing around the bowling alley parking lot. I just love it so much. But it's, I'm sure it's not great in terms of you know other stuff. Sure. Why don't you do one more? Okay. Next up for me is Kim Cattrall, 66 years old. Nominated numerous times for mostly for her work on Sex and the City as Samantha Jones. She's won a SAG Award, a Golden Globe. She has a deep resume of work. Most recently, she's the narrator of the How I Met Your Father on Hulu. Mm -hmm. She became an American citizen in April 2020 so she could vote in that year's presidential election. She was a Canadian citizen? Dual uh, British and Canadian citizen. Oh, interesting. So does that make her like a triple citizen? I don't know. No? They'll allow you to have it. I don't know how that works. Exactly. To relinquish one of those. Anyway, I find her to be quite beautiful. I'm surprised we haven't had any overlaps yet. I'm surprised too. My next up, my final on my list, but not in my heart, is Barbara Streisand, age 80. Oh. Barbara Streisand is an honorary EGOT. Now, she has all four awards, But the Tony Award she received is a special Tony Award, not like, I guess, one of the categories that they give every year. And so technically that grants her honorary EGOT status. She's listed as the first and youngest EGOT. However, it's not actually true. Like Audrey Hepburn was granted an EGOT, but it was not granted until the 90s. Obviously, she had long since passed. Um, So... When EGOT started to be recognized as a thing, basically, she was the first and youngest woman. I mean, she can sing her pants off. There was a movie, maybe about a divorced couple in the 90s. Are people screaming at us? Side note, I want to say that we had a recap episode of The Way Home this week, and there was a Tom Cruise movie I could not remember the name of, and we just got a message from listener Michelle. It was born on the 4th of July. So this is how these episodes work. We can't remember the names (laughs) of movies or actors, so please send us your messages. Oh, The Mirror Has Two Faces is the movie that I was thinking of. Never heard of that. Oh, no? Oh, you should watch it. Uh, It's listed as a romantic comedy, but she has some songs... Okay, well, I I finally found someone. I'm sorry. That's the song. I knew there was a song. (laughs) I finally found someone. I challenge everyone to cue it up on Spotify. That was like a real... In 1996, I was a junior and senior in high school. So position me as, you know, this very angsty teenager who was... Who was listening to Barbara Streisand. I finally found someone. Oh, boy, girl. (laughs) 
<sighs> Never said I was cool. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I have two more. Okay. My first one is, and I just mentioned the show she's on, Andy McDowell, oh. 64 years old, most recently on the cover of L Spain, April 2023 cover, looking gorgeous, full head of curly gray hair that is just stunning, yeah. stunning, and here to tell you again on the regular podcast, if you're not watching The Way Home on Hallmark, you are missing out. I just tweeted about it this morning, and I was like, this is our plea for you to watch this show. It is so good. Yes. I cried I've, in the recap that went live today as we're recording, yesterday as you're listening. I cried. Oh, yeah, you did cry. Talking about it. Not even <laughs> actually watching it, which then I cried then, too. But it's not all sad. There's a lot of, like, wit and... um smart storytelling and time travel and it's just so good back to andy mcdowell just gorgeous i remember her from the 90s just being like a stunning i feel like she was on the cover of a lot of magazines did she model in addition to being an actor because she was in groundhog's day that was a 90s 80s movie andy mcdowell model for calvin klein who's mm -hmm. been a l'oreal spokeswoman since 1986 so the answer is yeah also, Just St. Elmo's Fire. She was in St. Elmo's Fire? I don't remember that at all. Are you certain? Uh, well, Wikipedia says she was in the Brat Pack vehicle, St. Elmo's Fire. Let's look at IMDb. To I got to look at a picture because I don't remember this. And she was. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at that. She's got such good this hair. This hair is ridiculous. It's so good. I got one more. And I'm so surprised this gorgeous, gorgeous woman did not make your list. At 71... The multi-talented, gorgeous, beautiful Jean Smart. Oh my gosh, what an absolute crime that I did not include her on my list. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I just think about, okay, she's been nominated for 11 Emmy Awards. She won back-to-back -back wins for guest starring role on Frasier in 2000 and 2001. She won for Samantha Who, which I think was a one-year series on, in 2008. And back-to-back -back wins for Hacks in 2021 and 2022. Which again, is a delight. A delight. Dig into Hacks. She's just got so many awards and a nominations. Tony Award nomination. She's just amazing. And I love seeing women of a certain age kind of like have not a reinvention, but just get a little bit of like a resurgence. Yes. A resurgence. That's what's the word. Yes. I freaking love her that has been hot old dudes ladies edition we have a good time making these episodes just trying to celebrate beautiful women let's take a quick break and come right back with megan and wendy approved we're back with megan and wendy approved and this is the portion of the episode where we share something we've been using and loving and that we have purchased ourselves and please tell me about your product because i'm going to run right out and get it we are now on opposite pages megan we are <laughs> i have the original the beauty category if you will no this is the beautifying of your home yes that's what i meant uh, okay all right well i was influenced by somebody on the old tiktok and um this person mentioned this product. I've never heard of it. It is a 
house cleaner product. It's called the Original Beeswax Old World Formula Furniture Polish, and that is real tough to say for me. Mm-hmm. It has multi-purpose use. It's, it comes in an aerosol can. It cleans wood, leather, marble, glass, mirrors. I used it yesterday. It has like a lemony scent. Some people on Amazon say it's like too strong, smells like too much like chemicals, but I'm kind of into that. Because <laughs> um, it makes you your- pledge. It makes your house smell clean. Uh-huh. That's why. I Look, that. I know. Whatever. Put me in an early grave because I like the scent of cleaning products. But yesterday, this weather here is killing me. And the inside of my car is so dirty. So I pulled my car into the garage and I just cleaned the interior. Like, you know, the console yes. and the, all this. And it just shined it up so well, I was like, okay, now what can I use it on? I was walking around my house looking for things to spray it on. I just love it. That's. Did you use it on your seats? Yes, I did. And one little section, because I was a little bit worried, even though it says it like restores and moisturizes leather, I was like, mm, if I can use it on glass and leather seems like impossible to me. But I did, and it did its job. I'm looking at it right now because I was wondering where I could buy it. It's it's all over. Like, you can get it at Home Depot. My grocery store apparently carries it. I've never noticed it. But, like, granite, stainless steel, mm-hmm. glass. Why would you buy anything else? I don't, I don't know. Apparently, it's been around forever, though. Like, when it arrived at the house, my husband's like, what did you buy this for? He's like... We used to use this when we were teenagers. Him and his like best friend used to like volunteer at the local park community center. They would like run games for kids in the summertime. Anyway, that was a product that they had there to like clean up mess. He's like, this has been around a long time. You know, we're just always in search of the next big thing. Sometimes the best choice is a classic. I guess. And if you see the reviews on Amazon, it's all from like February and March of 2023 because this person on TikTok or Instagram obviously oh. <laughs> sold a shit ton of them. So um I have some leather furniture in my house that could use some conditioning. So I'm excited about this. Okay. Well my product is Velour Makeup Puffs. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, you will know that we did an episode where I made a list of everything that I wanted but wasn't buying. And then I bought some of those things. And they are they're very much like the kind of powder puff you might get in like a CoverGirl compact, just mm-hmm. slightly elevated, but they're in a triangle shape and they have a little like strap along the back so that you can hold them on your fingers mm-hmm. and you just press them in your powder and tap them on your face. And then I saw someone on TikTok yesterday saying, if you feel like your powder is getting too cakey, you press it in the powder and then you rub it in on the back of your hand so that you're rubbing the powder into the puff and not putting like gobs mm. of powder onto your face. And I did mm-hmm. that this morning. I use it to set my makeup. It's a fun non-necessity. But just the angle of it getting in right in in that under eye is so nice. And I think it applies setting powder beautifully. Two questions. One, is it washable? Mm, no. I don't say. Mine came with 12 in the pack, which leads me to believe that it's not. What's your second question? What color did you get? Mine are black. Okay. I'm looking at the listing now too here on Amazon and you can use it for dry use and wet use. Oh, I didn't even see that. I don't know what I would use it for wet, but. It says BB cream, liquid foundation, makeup primer. 
Interesting. These feel very old school to me, but also I'm very intrigued and feel like I need them. Same. They're great. I really enjoy them. As a matter of fact, um, I did order you some for your birthday. (laughs) It was one of those like, but they were supposed to come the next day. And it was like, your shipment has been delayed. Your shipment has been delayed. And they're still not here. So... Anyway. I better be there the next time I come over. That's right. The- okay. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of Long Story Short. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews, and we'd love it if you would pop over to the Apple Podcast app, leave your rating, type up a little review, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.